Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Apple Podcasts, if you can do me a big, big favor, please leave a rating and a review. It helps me out a lot with that algorithm. So it's been a while again, and just a quick FYI, you know, Christmas holidays happened, and of course I'm recovering from COVID-19. It's taken me out of commission for the last uh, just over two weeks now. Thankfully, I'm on the mend. Most of my symptoms are gone. I still just have a lingering cough, sore throat. Uh, suffering from some fatigue. If you want to know more about it, you can hit me up on my socials, uh, Discord, or my Twitch streams. I'd be happy to talk with you more about it here. I don't really want it to take up too much of this show. I know our time here is limited, and I don't want to waste your time, but I'm on the mend. I'm feeling a lot better, and I just wanted to thank everybody who reached out to me, whether you sent me a private message uh, or just sent me a message on, you know, Twitter, whatever. <laughs> it all helps me out quite a bit. The, the recovery process was made a lot easier by the people checking in. So for this show, uh, I thought we'd start off by talking about some recent news that Behavior has released on Dead by Daylight. And then I want to talk about um, a topic, something that I think we all need to be mindful of. How do you manage your satisfaction in Dead by Daylight? What does it mean to be happy while playing this game? Because if you grind it for too long, it can be a bit of a chore, but some of us feel kind of stuck. After that, we'll get into some mailbag questions. Some people ask me some questions on Discord, and I encourage you to join the Discord. There'll be a link in the show notes, and you can ask me questions. And when I get a few of them, when I get enough, I'll just randomly have some mailbag questions in the podcast. And then we'll wrap it up. So how does that sound? Uh, th and again, thank you for being here. If you're listening, I really, really appreciate you. I'm really happy with how... The show is performing. Uh, Red Rank Podcast is still a relatively new podcast. It's a very niche podcast, you know, focusing on Dead by Daylight, an asymmetrical horror game, the most popular of its kind. There are a handful of other Dead by Daylight podcasts out there, content creators. So if you're willing to spend any time with me here or on my Twitch stream or my TikToks, just I just want to say a big thank you. Y'all are the reason why I do this. If I didn't have you, I wouldn't be do you wouldn't be listening to me right now. So, yeah, just thank you and gratitude and all the best in 2022. Let's make it a good one. Okay, so recent news that Behavior has released for Dead by Daylight. There's a Blood Rush event which starts on January 14th and runs for a full week through the 21st. So January 14th through 21st, you'll earn one and a half times blood points from every trial. So it's not quite the double blood hunt event that we usually get, but the blood hunt event usually only lasts about three days. This is a full week of one and a half times more blood points. So I encourage you to save your escape cakes, your bound envelopes, and bloody party streamers, uh, any offering that gives you additional blood points, and use them between January 14th through 21st. It's a really good opportunity just to grind out some blood points, maybe prestige your favorite survivors or killers, maybe just get more flashlights and items on your survivors go for some teachables you haven't you haven't quite gained in some of your killers it's all up to you I'd, lo I'd love to hear more how people are spending their blood points these days so again that's the blood rush event january 14 through 21st you earn one and a half times blood points from every trial so for the week of january 11th through the 18th the shrine of secrets includes bloodhound breakout 
Hex Haunted Ground and Self-Care. Haunted Ground is probably the best one out of this list. It's a good perk in certain builds. It's, It's good with like very fast mobile killers like Nurse, Spirit, Wraith. Those are probably the best killers to use haunted ground they can close chases pretty quickly uh bloodhound not a good perk breakout is okay and self-care can be don't don't throw me any shade but in the right build self-care can be fine but boon circle of healing is just better overall and it helps your team and it's faster so that's the shrine of secrets january 11th through the 18th and the only one i really recommend is hex haunted ground Uh, Behavior also mentioned there's a mid-chapter update uh, coming up, and they included some some patch notes. And these are in practice in the current PTB, which I didn't even bother with this time around. Um, Just a few notes on that. Behavior is making steps towards making future patches much smaller. If you've played this game for any length of time, you know that anytime there's an a mid-chapter update or a new chapter update, you'll you'll hit update in the morning and you'll come back at lunchtime and it's like, okay, I think my game's ready to play. <laughs> it really depends on your build and also if you're on a computer, whether you're on a solid state drive, stuff like that. So in the future, it looks like they're going to make steps towards streamlining that to make the patches a much smaller much more convenient process because the way they're doing it now, it's just, it's so huge and ridiculous. Also in the patch notes, they mentioned they're going to be fixing vulnerabilities that could be abused by cheaters. Cheating is a very, very big problem in Dead by Daylight right now. Uh, The community has been basically up in arms because at, at the high MMR games, that's where the cheaters kind of roam. And they run into, of course, a lot of streamers because streamers play this game a lot. You play a lot, you're going to increase your MMR. And so it makes for just a really unfortunate streaming experience, whether you're the streamer or the viewer, when you're watching somebody fix a generator instantly, blind you from anywhere on the map, open the exit gate before all the generators are fixed. They just, they've got some really ridiculous cheats out there. So I I really hope this means that these cheats will go away. We'll just have to wait and see. One of the other patch notes uh, mentions that dead hard validation, they're going to reduce the frequency of the visual feedback. So if you're not sure what I'm talking about, if you're playing killer and you swing your weapon or you use your special ability to hit a survivor, if while you're making that hit, the survivor uses dead hard and dead hard, basically the way dead hard works is they lunge, they go through a lunge animation. And when they do that, they're invulnerable. So you can't actually injure them can't put them in a dying state they have to be injured in order to do this move in the in in the past uh they would usually just get hit and go into the dying state while they're exhausted but now dead hard works the way it's intended but what killers see and hear is a hit landing they hear the survivors scream as if they're going into the dying state little do they know the survivor's still up and running <laughs> dead hard hit validation can be very frustrating for the killer so they're they mentioned they're going to fix um they're going to reduce the frequency of that happening they said it won't go away 100 percent, but it's a step in the right direction 
There are also some really cool accessibility options on the way. And I think a lot of players don't really think about this. Holding your mouse one button or holding the A button or L1 button, trigger button, however you have your buttons configured. For some of us, that can actually be really difficult to do due to some physical limitations and whatnot. So Dead by Daylight is introducing some accessibility options that'll allow you to toggle those buttons. So you'll be able to run You'll be able to just tap the run button and just run without holding whatever you have set up for the run button. You'll be able to do that for healing people and also for fixing generators. In order to stop the, one of those, those actions, you'll have to hit the interaction button a second time. So if you need to stop fixing a generator, stop healing somebody, you have to press it again. And you'll be able to, you'll be able to act, uh, toggle those in the options menu. I think it's a really good step in the right direction. Um, also, uh, the wiggle animate uh, the wiggle function for survivors is going to skill checks. I think that's a really good thing because, as I mentioned, you know, I, I think a lot of us take take for granted that for some of us, you know, it's not an issue to wiggle your controller or press the A and D keys on your keyboard over and over and over again, holding the mouse one button, uh, holding the shift button to run or trigger button to run. You know, for, for some of us, it's, that's hard to do. So uh, I think it's a really good step in the right direction towards thinking about a broader audience, a broader variety of gamers who won't really have to think about these things anymore. It, it's a really, really good thing. There's also uh, one note uh, that's happening in the next mid-chapter update. Uh, the Leatherface custom uh, masks are going to be removed from the game. So if you're unaware, uh, Leatherface, aka Bubba the Cannibal, um, I think it's four, four of the original survivors. I think it's Claudette, Dwight, Jake, and Meg. If you've killed 25 of each as Bubba, you get to use their face as your mask. So you can put Dwight's face as your Leatherface or Meg or Jake or Claudette. Now, as you know, Claudette is a black character. And so blackface uh, is actually a thing in Dead by Daylight. Some people, it's become a really tough topic to talk about, but I really don't think it should be that difficult to talk about. I think Behavior had good intentions with including these survivors, um, you know, allowing Bubba to wear their faces as his mask. And that does suit his character. He does do these things in the movies. He does cut people's faces off and make turns them into a mask. That does fit his character. But the whole, you know, blackface thing can be weaponized in the video game Dead by Daylight. People can and have used it as a symbol of hatred and racism. And I'm glad that these masks are going away because that just, we just have, now we can avoid that whole conversation. Doesn't mean we have to forget, but I did see a lot of black creators and black gamers celebrating this news. And I think that's a good thing. It's something that's been long overdue. And um, I did see some some feedback, some people upset about this decision. And I did notice one thing about these people. They were typically Caucasian people. And I'm, I'm sorry, but when it comes to this kind of topic, this conversation, the hurt that these gamers have felt is something that you cannot possibly understand. And I don't think you really have a say in this matter. And frankly, you don't. 
<laughs> it's it's been done. The masks are going away. What's done is done. It's the right move. And you know what? In a month's time, we're all going to completely forget it existed. So I just wanted to include that little piece. I was actually not going to talk about it, but I don't want to steer clear of these tough conversations because I think they're very important to have. Some of you may not be aware, but I'm native Canadian. Native American is what some of you think, but I'm in Canada, so I'm native Canadian. So I'm a, a visible minority, a person of color. So I can relate somewhat when it comes to these kinds of conversations. Getting back to other patch notes, a number of add-ons have been updated for various killers, and I'm still really surprised that Blight's strongest add-ons have yet to be nerfed, so Blight is still really, really powerful. Uh, Cenobite, uh, aka Pinhead's voiceover lines have been added back to the game. If you want to find some of them, you can you can find them on TikTok or YouTube, just run a search for Pinhead voiceover. It's definitely... <laughs> It's definitely a welcome addition and uh, makes everybody happy in the community. It was really weird that his original voice line got removed when he got released to live servers. That was a bit of a bit of a tough time for us gamers. We were all really excited about that. There's also a handful of survivor and killer perks that are being reworked. The new boil over combined with breakout is already being exploited in the PTB, making it next to impossible to hook survivors, depending on where they get put into the dying state. So with boil over, you get more wiggle progression if the survivor has to drop to another level down. So if you're in the game, um, you know, pig's map, you drop down to the next level with somebody on your shoulder, they get more wiggle progression. And if you have a friend nearby with breakout, you can make it really easy to wiggle off and make it a living hell for killers trying to put survivors on hooks. I'm guessing Boilover will not get released in its current state in the PTB because it's very frustrating. I've seen some clips and it's funny, but it, it is an exploit. <laughs> there are some other perks that got buffed. Uh, distortion, buckle up power struggle and wake up and you're probably going what are those perks and yeah exactly they're they're good changes they'll see a bit of additional usage but you won't really see much of it in the current meta the current meta is just get get heals really fast and second chance perks <laughs> some killer perks uh got a rework but again nothing really game breaking and nothing that will enter the current meta and a number of killer add-ons got reworked and I had a look at some of them, but it's there was nothing really that notable. If I'm completely wrong on that, let me know. So for every podcast uh, moving forward, I really want to talk about a certain topic, something that we all need to consider while we're playing Dead by Daylight. In the past, I've talked about whether this game is killer or survivor-sided. Otstarva has given us pretty good proof that it's killer-sided. Do not at me. <laughs> the topic I want to talk about today is how do you manage your satisfaction in Dead by Daylight? What does it mean to you to be happy while playing this game? How do you stay happy? Do you play a certain number of hours per week? Do you play other games? Do you read? Well, what do you do? Um, for me, while I'm playing, I do try to change my builds and people have noticed that while I'm streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the crow show, <laughs> somebody was like, I notice you change your build like every round while you're playing survival. I'm like, yeah, I kind of, I do that cause I get bored. I could run, you know, decisive strike, dead hard, prove thyself and iron will every game and just slam gens and dead hard to pallets and greed pallets and be a crack gamer but to me that that gets really boring so i try to make silly things work 
One of my recent TikToks performed pretty well. I used Bite the Bullet, Self-Care, and Lucky Break. So Lucky Break, when you get injured, you don't give off scratch marks and you don't, there's no blood drops while you're injured. This only lasts for a little bit. And with Bite the Bullet and Self-Care, um, I can heal myself without making any noise at all. So it makes the killer, it, it makes it hard for the killer to find me when I get injured. It's a silly build. It's really dumb. It doesn't always work. But for me, when it works, that's all I care about. <laughs> when I'm playing killer, I try to I try to enjoy some meme builds. Dino recommended. I use Bubba with the add-ons Eerie Flesh and Speed Limiter. So Eerie Flesh recharges. Bubba's chainsaw charges with every successful hit. And Speed Limiter makes it so that you do not put survivors in the dying state when you hit them with a chainsaw. So normally the chainsaw is a one-shot weapon. You run up to people, you hold your secondary attack button, you rev your chainsaw, you start sweeping your chainsaw, you hit them and they fall down. But with speed limiter, you hit them and they, they just get injured. But you get your charges back, so you can just keep chasing them with the chainsaw and you actually have to hit them twice with the chainsaw to put them in the dying state. For your troubles, you do get some additional blood points, which makes it really fun. It's a silly, silly build. You never see it in the wild. But I played a round of it and I, I really want to put it on my YouTube. It, it was it was a blast. It made me really happy. I also balance my gaming time lately. I've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves, uh, Spider-Man Remastered on PS5. My friend Megan recommended uh, Stardew Valley, so I might get into that. Uh, but yeah, I've had this Spider-Man itch ever since I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. No spoilers, but I highly recommend it. It's a great movie and lands all of the emotional beats perfectly. I, I can't I can't stress enough how much I enjoyed that movie and hope all of you get a chance to check it out. So, yeah, I've been playing Spider-Man Remastered and, and loving it. But yeah, how do you find balance while playing this game? Do you play it? Do you grind it constantly? Do you play other games to maintain a level of freshness? How do you how do you keep it fun and interesting? Or do you just suffer? Do you just play it nonstop and just hate every second of it <laughs> i was reaching that point so playing other games helped a lot for me and if you want to share your answer please hit me up on discord uh twitter or my or my twitch at the start of the show i mentioned i wanted to answer some questions in the mailbag so the mailbag you can ask me questions on my discord i have a dedicated channel to asking me questions. So I'm going to do that now. I have a, a handful I'd like to answer. Electrical asks, why did you decide to get into streaming and what's your favorite game of all time that's not DVD? That's a really good question. Um, I decided to get into streaming because I was really inspired by Summit 1G and Kitty Plays. Those were my the, the two streamers I watched first. About four years ago, I got really sick. I was stuck in bed for like two months. And while you're stuck in bed, <laughs> you're just going to pick up your tablet or sit in front of the TV, computer monitor, whatever. And my little brother recommended, he's like, you got to check out Summit 1G. He's like our age. He plays our kind of games, talks like us, and he's really really good at games so i was watching summit i, I fell in love with summit it's funny hilarious good gamer just really entertaining to watch and one time he ended stream and i went to the homepage of twitch and kitty plays was on the homepage, so i clicked kitty plays and i was watching her play uh pubg and i was really into pubg at the time and i just had a blast watch like for me i was like man this is not just watching somebody play video games you're like interacting with them and being a part of the community and some of them you know you get you become friends with them you become like family 
I know not everybody, you know, Summit 1G probably doesn't know I exist. <laughs> I think I've subscribed to his channel for about two years, but, you know, the man has literally thousands of people in his stream every time he goes live. But for me, I got into streaming because I really wanted to build a community and just find like-minded people I could vibe with. And I, I think I've done that. If you're listening to this podcast, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I can jump in Discord and check out Holy's latest creation in the kitchen. I can read about Victoria's progress on her new Animal Crossing Island. Um, I can read about Electrical's uh, recent adventures in Sea of Thieves. And uh, yeah, it just, it really means a lot to me that I can be a part of your lives. You can be a part of my life. And that's why I got into streaming. I just like making connections with people. My favorite game of all time that's not Dead by Daylight, it's, it's probably Counter-Strike. That's really the big game that got me into online gaming. Um, I played like the beta, Counter-Strike beta. Um, that's how far back I, I have history with Counter-Strike. Just endless hours playing that game and uh, really, really fond memories of Counter-Strike. Goose asks, what is your all-time favorite cosmetic for any character? Uh, for me, it's kind of a weird answer. It's the Serena cosmetic where she has like a camera on a tripod on her back. And I think she has a camera on her chest and she's got like a beanie and like cargo pants. Uh, once upon a time, I dabbled into online film criticism and... With that came a love for filmmaking and photography. And I believe Serena, is a her character is a filmmaker. So um, I just really connect with that cosmetic on a personal level. Like just seeing the tripod, you would never guess. But when I saw that one, I, I got emotional. Like I was like, oh man, that's so cool. Like it's a tripod. <laughs> she's got a tripod. She's got a camera. Like she's ready to shoot a movie. She's, she can take pictures. And I just had a really uh, emotional connection with that cosmetic. And I, I, I still do to this day. It's still my favorite. Pickle asks, how do you like the new killer? And do you think they're stronger than Blight? He asked this a little while back. I think he's talking about the artist, uh, aka the bird lady. Artist is a is a good killer, but it's just no fun to play against. Um, she's an anti-loop killer, so she punishes you if you want to run around a jungle gym, vault through the same window three times, uh, and then move to the next tile. To beat her, you vault through that window, then you just run to the next tile. You cannot stay at that loop. That's just not fun. It's not good for survivor content um that's the way a lot of the newest killers are built that's the way they're designed is to close off loops and just make it no fun for survivors so uh she's really good really good probably i'd say at least b tier uh not stronger than blight though i think blight is still s tier clips asks how do you feel about the changes coming i'm excited for the accessibility changes i'm excited for no more bubba masks um, the survivor masks, as we talked about earlier, um, I believe Haddonfield is getting reworked. That hasn't been announced, um, officially by behavior, but, the the leaks account has talked about it clips. I know you, you know about that. I'm excited to see a Haddonfield rework. <laughs> that map is long overdue for a rework. Like it probably should not exist in its current state is it's, it's such a poorly designed map. Uh, I'm also excited to see the next licensed chapter, which is uh, Ringu, which uh, I'm hoping will be very scary. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't get scared in this game anymore. I used to, but yeah, I'm hoping for a bit of a fear factor in there. 
And that's it. That's all. That's all the questions for the mailbag. So again, if you have any questions you want to ask me, um, there is a section in the Discord for that. So I just want to wrap things up, reminding people you can find me streaming on Twitch. That's uh, twitch.tv slash the crow show. My schedule right now is kind of in limbo. I think I'm leaning towards uh, streaming twice a week, probably Wednesday night and then probably Saturday morning. Uh, the, the Saturday morning stream will allow me to reach more people who can't normally watch me because I stream pretty late at night. I'm on the west coast of Canada, so I stream while a lot of people are sleeping. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Just look up The Crow Show. I'll also include a link in the show notes that'll take you to everything uh, wherever you can find me online. And if you've listened to this whole episode, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you in the fog. <laughs>